Now then, I wonder, thinking about Christmas and all that, does anybody like a free gift in here? Does anybody enjoy getting something for free? I'm seeing, yeah, I'm seeing Adam. I'm seeing, I've forgotten your name. Joel. Hey, Joel, here you go. There's 10p. How about that? Free. Completely on me. Anybody else like a free gift? Hey. How about this? 50p. There you go. That's not bad, is it? Sorry, Joel, you were just too keen. 50p. (laughs) Now then. The next person... They don't want a fiver. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now, now, here's the thing. Does anyone want a fiver? And are you prepared for a little bit of a challenge? Joel, come on out, buddy. Right, here you go. Now, you might be a little bit too young uh, to know a programme called I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. You know it. And you know what happens in that, don't you? Where they get these Bush Tucker trials and they have to do something really nasty in order to get what they've got. Hang on, I just need maybe my phone because it's a bit dark so you can't really see. So let's just... um, Okay. The fiver, the fiver is in there. Okay, now then, it's, are you still up for this? Because you can pull out at any moment. Right, okay, what's in there? There's custard, there's spaghetti, there's lychees, there's lentils, there's animal bedding, um, and there's baked beans. Uh, I want a bit of water. What else did we put in there this morning, Hannah? Is that about it? That's about it. So, but it's kind of nice and sloppy. So, all you have to do, it's kind of folded up, quite small, in a plastic bag, wrapped and wrapped in sellotape, so I'm hoping it hasn't got soggy. All you have to do is get your arm in there, buddy. Go for it. Go on. Can you feel it, mate? It's definitely in there. Keep feeling around. Is that disgusting? Yeah. I tell you what, one of my kids said, there's no way I'd do that unless there was a One Direction ticket in there. (laughs) And then the other one said, have you found it yet? The other one said, well, if one of the guinea pigs was drowning, then I might go in there. But for a fiver, it's got to be worth it. I tell you what, Hang on, we could tip it out a bit, couldn't we? Slop it out a bit and see if we can find that fiver. I'm going to... So, give it a bit of a tip out. Would you want me to tip it out and you... Yeah, okay. Let's just... Let's see. Okay, keep going. It's going to be in there somewhere. Let's see. No, can't see it yet. Oh, mate, where is it? Yeah, that would be great if somebody could hold the light. Right, okay. So, have another reach in. We could have a bit of a stir around and just have a reach in. Go on, Joel. Go Go for it, mate. See if you can see it. That fiver is yours. Have another reach in. You bet it's not even... Oh, I promise you, it is definitely in there. Definitely in there. Shall I I get in and help you a bit? Yeah, okay, come on then. Let's give it a... It really is disgusting. That is absolutely heinous. Joel, you're an absolute star. It's definitely, definitely 
worth the fiver when it comes. And if the fiver's soggy, I'll give you a nice clean one some point. Oh, that feels like an eyeball. Ugh. Sorry. And veins and all sorts. Where is it? I bet our dog's eaten it. Yeah. Bottom of the jar, now she tells me. Did she? What's well, stuck to the bottom of the jar? Oh, nice. Pete, now's a good time. There you go, right. We've, we've got... We've, he's got it. Let's give him a round of applause. Right. Pete has got a bowl of water here. That absolutely reeks as well. Oh, that is gross. Well played. Right, so that's yours. You have got a fiver. Let's dry it off. Now, what I suggest is maybe hang on to it till you get home and get mum or dad or someone to help you just to snip it apart because I kind of sellotaped it really tight, so hopefully it will stay all there. So that's a fiver. Give this man a round of applause. Yeah, just... uh, do you know how you to sort of flick it up and um, get the... Really... Brilliant. OK. Yeah, that was good, wasn't it? There we go. Now then, I just... That fiver was valuable enough to go through a bit of muck and slime and goo. I think Joel was kind of like, shall I, shall I, really? But he said, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get my hands dirty. I'm going to get in to the muck and slime, because it's worth it. It's valuable enough. And do you know what? God thinks the same about us. That we are valuable enough to come down into this world. If you like, all this slime and this stuff that, that Joel stuck his hand into kind of represents all the muck and the bad stuff in our world. Think about it, our self-interest, our greed, our relying on ourselves, pride and even dishonesty, unfaithfulness, bitterness, things that are not nice. But you know, nice as every single one of you and me are, we're all capable of those things. In fact, we are all culpable of one thing or another that has turned our world bad. But God thinks we are valuable enough to reach down amongst us, to live with us, and ultimately to rescue us from the muck and the bullets of this world. From the very beginning that we celebrate at Christmas time, he came, like that lovely little short video said, to be cold, to be small, to be weak, to be a long way from home, to be vulnerable, to be with us, Emmanuel, God who is perfect 
without blemish or blot, without the stain of sin, stepped into a world full of selfishness, self-sufficiency that says, I don't need God, I know best. And he wanted to live amongst us, to give his life that we might live. So many of the carols not only concentrate on the fact that he came, but that he will return. I wonder how we respond to that at Christmas. I wonder how we respond to that this evening. See, perhaps for, for us, life's comfortable enough, give or take. Maybe it doesn't feel like there's too much of the muck and slime that I refer to. And yet, I wonder if you've ever, have you ever been dressed up, ready to go out? And I'm thinking this evening, I've just about done it. Have you ever been ready to go out and suddenly you realise on your tie or on your shirt or something, there's just a tiny little greasy mark and it spoils the whole thing. You have to go and change. Maybe that's just as much a picture because that's just as imperfect as being completely covered in mud, isn't it? And actually, however self-sufficient we are, however nice we are, but still not allowing God into our lives, then we are blemished and stained. But Jesus came to take upon himself all the muck, all the grot, because that's what separates us from a relationship with him. And at this time of the year, it's such a good opportunity to look again, or maybe for the first time, at how we respond to God's initiative, God's idea to reach down amongst us to save us. I guess the response he looks for is for us to say, sorry, Lord, that I've ignored you. Thank you, Lord, that you came, you died and you rose again and you will come again. Please help me to follow you. See, we human beings were created to worship our creator. And that's part of what we do at Christmas as we sing these carols. We acknowledge him and say, he has come from heaven to earth to show the way. So many things in our society speak against that everlasting truth. So many things in our society speak against the truth that the Bible speaks of, and yet the Bible stands the test of time. It stands up to scrutiny. And it tells a story of the most incredible act of goodness and grace that calls upon us to respond. I'd really invite you to do that this evening, this week, this month, this coming year. To think about how God stepped down and how we can continue to respond to him.